It's Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? It's called Casa Asombrada. Ever heard of it? I had to look up the Portuguese <laughs> word for haunted house because that's what our episode is about today. Casa Asombrada, like never heard that but it sounds like sombra like the shade you know like the yeah. shade i was just sh- thinking that a shady house <laughs> the house in the I shade have... in the shadows Ooh, <laughs> that's probably what it means <laughs> yeah i'm just trying to think there's um a show on fx it's something in the shadows and it's about vampires living in like a haunted castle <laughs> casa asombrada there you go Asombrada. Yeah, I'm looking at the spelling of it. Never, never seen it in my life. <laughs> never heard of it. But it kind of makes sense, right? When you hear it, you're like, mm-hmm. Haunted House is our topic for today. You guys are probably going to not want to hear another spooky topic for the rest of your lives after we're done with October, but just <laughs> bear with us for now. We promise we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming <laughs> in November. And we have a couple more good spooky episodes on board and this particular one was just born out of the fact that i found the generic wikipedia page for haunted house and there was so much crazy information in it. <laughs> yes same it was like every sentence i read was like even wilder than the one before it and i was like this is this is an episode in here like it's all random <laughs> shit it's very random piecemeal together but you just just mind-blowing facts <laughs> <laughs> did you ever want to like live in a haunted house no. like, did you ever have that no oh no i, I no. would have loved it i would have loved it <laughs> i would specifically like if i'm ever in the opportunity to buy a house you know because this job this housing market sucks but if i'm ever in the opportunity like i specifically want to look for homes that have a crazy past (laughs) you need therapy (laughs) i i do (laughs) i do but i like like a little spooky like you know the house from charmed and like practical magic like those i love like those houses like old victorian looking houses Okay, so let's just, this episode is going to be at random anyways. Like, there's no good order to talk it's about this ran- stuff yeah. in. So let's just get into it because there was something in here about selling haunted houses in, like, the, the house market for houses that are either suspected to be haunted or, you know, that someone has died in or whatever. And, like, there was a actually, like, a court case about it in 1991 And the Supreme Court of New York ruled that a seller must disclose that a house has a reputation for being haunted because such a reputation may impair the value of the house. And then it gives me like a little like quote here or like from that case. And it said, in the case at bar, defendant seller deliberately fostered the public belief that her home was possessed, having undertaken to inform the public at large to whom she had no legal relationship about the supernatural occurrences on her property, she may be said to owe no less a duty to her contract, Vendee. So you just have to put it out in the open. Yeah, like I want my real estate agent to let me know if a house is potentially haunted, <laughs> but that's not going to persuade me <laughs> to, to move on to another house. Like I'm probably going to be interested in it more. 
In Hong Kong, it says where superstition is prevalent, people do not want to buy houses where anything unfortunate, especially a death, has occurred. For homes that are thought to be haunted, the price are usually 15 to 20 percent below market value. You're going to get a steal, Kelly. (laughs) So you're telling me I have a chance to own a house (laughs) on my own. I can just imagine you finding a real estate agent and being like this, the more haunted, the better. (laughs) I'm looking for a deal. It's okay if I have spiritual roommates. <laughs> I just just want to be a homeowner. <laughs> but just just think about that. That's probably the best kind of roommates, right? Like a spiritual roommate you can't get any better than that. They're not making a mess. They're just in the background. <laughs> if it makes you feel not so alone, like you have some company. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Just like you can name them, just like, oh, that's just Barbara doing her Barbara thing. <laughs> like <laughs> I always like wanted to like look up homes, like my house. Like I never looked up my like parents' house to check to see like if it had like or sorted history to it. Like I never never think to like, oh, let me see what happened in my house back in the day. <laughs> I guess you gotta go a little further than I think like my parents' house was like in the seven built in the seventies, so it's not that old compared to like probably other houses in the city so i feel like if you really really want like a gruesome history you probably have to like get houses that are like built in the 19 yeah. you gotta go to the highlands <laughs> i was like that's the area i'm thinking about like yeah the highlands <laughs> oh gosh would you ever live near a cemetery i don't know that i would actively like want to go looking to put my house <laughs> near a cemetery like you would yeah, uh, I don't know that that would be enough to make me not want to buy a house if it was like the perfect gotcha. one. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Because I want to say they might get a deal too. Our, one of our mutual friends that lives in LA, her parents, the backyard is, I guess I can say like Notre Dame Cemetery. It's like just in their backyard. <laughs> I love it. You just have a dog out there just like goes like digging for bones like in the cemetery brings you back some presents. Oh my God. All right. So Kelly wants to live in a haunted house. Mm -hmm. So if anybody knows any that are potentially for sale (laughs) and in my budget, (laughs) I have have zero budget. (laughs) So what else is in this Wikipedia page about haunted houses? There's like some history. There's some cultural attitudes towards haunted houses. The proposed causes, like when people say a house is haunted, what's actually happening or what people theorize Mm -hmm. is actually happening. It's funny because, like, stuff that they say, like, oh, it's symptoms that are symptoms of a haunted house are things that are, like, that could actually happen in your house today <laughs> without it being haunted. Cold spots, creaking or knocking sounds. I'm sure in a house that is haunted, you're going to get cold spots. You're going to definitely get creaking sounds. Knocking sounds. My house makes a lot of noise. And it's weird because, like, you never seem to notice it during the daytime. And then at night, you're like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Yes. And they sound so loud. Like, the smallest little thing at night sounds like it was, like, like a pencil could fall off of my dresser. And it would just be like, someone's breaking in. Someone (laughs) is breaking in. It's so loud. So, (laughs) that's what I mean. Like, how do you decide is it is my house haunted or like i don't know i had an exterminator come and go through like my 
crawl spaces because I was convinced that there was critters living in my walls. That's valid. You're in New Hampshire. I would, hear, valid I would hear just like scurrying and banging around in the walls. And I was like, nah. <laughs> did he find anything? Mm, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't tell me that he found anything in the walls, but we've found other things <laughs> in the basement. Well, so that's, ooh, that's what they say. Like when you have like if you have a mouth situation in your house, like not to put like poison. Well, I think some people do, but like people like don't put poison so they like go to the trap, they eat the little poison, and then they run off because if they like run off into your walls and like hide in your walls, they could potentially die behind your walls. And then you're gonna get mouse smell, probably. So I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> so I didn't know if you it was the type of critters that you had. Maybe it's ghosts. It, exactly. It could be Barbara. It could be Barbara. <laughs> Frank She's just banging into stuff she can't see in the dark. I don't know what's going on out there. <laughs> She's doing her laundry. I don't know. Fucking Barbara. She's hungry. She's hungry, you goes. <laughs> it says people are more likely to experience a haunting when they are about to fall asleep, when waking, or if they are intoxicated or sleep deprived. Now, tell me those aren't the like least reliable <laughs> stages that you could be in to experience a haunting right absolutely why are you drunk (laughs) why are we believing the drunk guy who says he saw a ghost like (laughs) or someone that is about to fall asleep so you're in that like hazy like tired phase like you're about to like pass out and all of a sudden you think you see a ghost (laughs) Like, if I wake up in the middle of the night when it's, like, pitch black and I start staring at anything in the room, you know how, like, your eyes adjust and then you can start to, like, see even though it's, like, pitch black? Mm. I I will, like, see movement and stuff and I'm like, oh, man, I got to shut my eyes because I know there's nothing really moving, but, like, I can see it moving. You think? <laughs> you think there's nothing moving, but who knows? Barbara. I'm, I'm always going to be for the ghosts. I'm always going to, like, hope that there's a ghost. I know. Did any of your dogs in the past, like, get freaked out? Because they, you know how, like, animals are more, like, attuned with, like, the spiritual realm? So, like, did any of your, like, any of your dogs, like, have, like, a freak out moment that you can remember? And being like, why are you freaking out? There's nothing scarier than when a dog starts barking in the middle of the night. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck are you barking at? Shut your mouth. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there was only one time that Toto was like scratching my mirror in my closet because I have like mirror closet doors, and she was just like staring at the mirror like hardcore, and she was scratching at it. She kept scratching, 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 and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like and like growling at it. So like I opened it just to like I quickly opened to like make sure there was nobody like hidden behind it. And this is like during the day too. So I'm like, all right. So I opened, looked. I'm like, there's nothing there. So I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm like, all right. Like, I don't know. She's freaked out by her own by her own image in the mirror. And then like a week later is when we had a mouse problem. And I had mouse poop in my closet. And I'm like, oh, my God. She probably sensed the mouse and was like scratching at it. But here I am. I'm thinking it's like a ghost <laughs> or a human behind my in my closet. <laughs> Just a mouse. The mouse is the least <laughs> of your problems. <laughs> the history of it, it says historically, 
since most people died in their homes, these homes became natural places for ghosts to haunt with bedrooms being the most common rooms to be haunted. You always see that too. Like when there's like a, like a famous haunted house, it's always like the bedroom of like the person. It's as many houses gained a reputation for being haunted after they were empty or derelict. Um, and it says that if people were to fail to occupy a human space, external forces would move in. So like they, oh. they would come in when humans fail to occupy a house. That's what it's talking about here. Oh, stop. So you know what that means. The housing market needs to come down <laughs> so people can buy houses and they can move in. Isn't there like the, isn't the White House, there's, has a, there's a haunted room and it was like Abraham Lincoln's bedroom or something? Is that? Yeah. There's like a story about a haunted house. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I read it quickly too when this came up. Uh, and I thought it was a room that was formerly his bedroom. It's not... Uh, a bedroom space now i don't think but i think it was formerly his bedroom one of the research that we are doing for another episode i do mention that like lincoln's wife participated in like seances because they had like a son that died from a fever and she's very into like spiritualism but i think what you were talking about abraham lincoln appears in the lincoln bedroom in the yellow oval room so is it Lincoln that haunts the, the White House? Lincoln's ghost, yeah. It says several unnamed eyewitnesses have claimed to have seen the shade of Abraham Lincoln actually lying down on the bed in the Lincoln bedroom, which was used as a meeting room at the time of his administration. Oh, so it wasn't his bedroom. So it was a meeting room for Lincoln, but now it's a bedroom called the Lincoln bedroom. And it's haunted, supposedly, by Lincoln's ghost. <laughs> others have seen lincoln's ghost sit on the edge of the bed and put his boots on <laughs> if you were a ghost wouldn't you be doing some more interesting shit than just like sitting on the right. bed and putting on your boots? <laughs> and like do you want to haunt okay i guess the okay let me ask this the white house is obviously where they live and where they quote work right <laughs> work from <laughs> I know they have different areas in it that they work. So they pretty much work from home. Like the president works from home. Lincoln is haunted. <laughs> like his work. And I guess his home too. But like he's haunting his work. Like you're stuck at work. Even in yeah. your afterlife. No, I I feel you. I feel you. Like that's not where I would want to go and haunt. Right. Like I'd be like, I'm scooting out of this Casa Branca. I'm getting the F out of here and go haunt something else. Right. Imagine just living in eternity at work, putting on your boots, yeah, going in, going in for a work day. That's a shit oh of nightmares. Oh my god! Maybe that's why, like Biden's dogs, he like gets all these like German shepherds that have been like attacking people, like attacking Secret Service and like biting. I guess maybe like they see Lincoln's ghost and they get a little crazy. I think they need to get a Ouija board up in the White House and do a seance. <laughs> that, that's what this country needs. <laughs> Other famous haunted houses. Apparently there was one in Toronto, Casaloma, for our Canadian listeners. Ooh. Rumors of ghosts there for many years. Now a historic house museum and landmark that's decorated as a haunted house at Halloween. It looks like a castle in the picture. 
a lot of these do. Like when I was like looking up kind of just different haunted houses just to get like my vibes. A lot of them look like castles. <laughs> I'm like, damn. So the one that I did read a little bit about was the this next one, this Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. So this woman, Sarah Winchester, apparently she was from Connecticut originally. And then like everyone around her died. All of her like close relatives died, including her husband. I think somehow I don't know what they did for what the job was, but he had a lot of money. She got a huge inheritance when he died. Sounds suspicious, but I'm just <laughs> just saying maybe she got sick or something. And like the doctor was like, oh, the climate's nice in California. Why don't you go move out there? So she did bought up this like estate. Again, looks like a huge castle, like this giant mm-hmm. home. But then like her thing is like she spent her entire rest of her life with that house under construction. She would be the one that was like overseeing all the construction stuff. And she would constantly fire contractors and bring new ones in and like stop jobs in the middle. And like the spookiness of the house has to do with the fact of like they were just always constructing and adding on and building up. And so there's like doors that lead to nowhere and there's like hidden spots and there's weird construction things because she would just be like "Mm, i actually want you to do 44 stairs even though normally there'd be like 10 stairs i actually want you to make this 44 stairs instead and they'd be like okay so that each step is going to be like a millimeter tall and she's like that's what i want that's what i want (laughs) so it's like a lot of just weird stuff in the Mm -hmm. house but it's because it was just continuously under construction for oh it tells me how many years let me see and as we all learned from Hungry Ghost episodes, ghosts don't like when you're fixing up your houses. And so it said at its largest, the house had approximately 500 rooms. Ghosts! 500 <laughs> rooms. Maybe that. I have a living house with 500 rooms. And then it says when, so it was all this construction. I think there was a big earthquake that like, kind of messed up the house too it said at the time that she died she was like 80 something in 1922 the house had 160 rooms 2,000 doors 10,000 windows 47 stairways 47 fireplaces 13 bathrooms and six kitchens (laughs) so i'm what i'm thinking right now is how do you get like a simply safe on that house and put all the senses in those windows and doors (laughs) Like, you need to buy, like, the ultimate bundle pack of sensors. <laughs> you need to find one that's, like, unlimited package. Get your money's worth, oh. right? With all those Janalish. My God. Harry Houdini visited the house in 1924. And he was impressed by its unusual layout. What a time, man. What a time to be alive. They had, like, Harry Houdini. We get. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Thirty sorry, I was looking for the how long the house was under construction. 38 years. So she just lived there in constant state of construction. I think she was just sad and lonely and just needed something to do. She needed the construction workers there to keep her company. They say that loneliness is uh an epidemic in the country well today it is <laughs> but i'm sure back in 1920s it was too that that lived to 100 documentary loneliness was gonna not make you live mm-hmm. to 100 so she didn't get there she didn't get there the ghosts did not keep her company no she was the ghost 
after she died. Then it was like, oh, it's all haunted. Spooky, spooky. Yeah. So. Imagine working on a house for that long. It was like, like all, all different <laughs> construction people. So like nobody had any continuity through that labyrinth of shit <laughs> in that home. I just, I'm just putting new blinds up for my mom in like two of the two of the bedrooms and i'm having a heart attack putting two lines up two new blue <laughs> hook them up mail them all you know it's the whole thing i can't imagine working on a house for 37 years are you trying to make sure that your house is shady in the shadows casa asombrada <laughs> i wish i love that we kind of just learned that today i know it's great right Okay, cultural attitudes toward haunted houses. There were some interesting facts in this this little piece. One of the things talked about Shanghai Disneyland Park. Yeah. <laughs> Planners, they decided against building the Haunted Mansion, which is, a, we know, an attraction in Disneyland ride. They got a new movie out now. <laughs> yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> they do. And they decided against using that attraction in Shanghai because of the local culture and their beliefs about ghosts and hauntings. Building the house would have been considered a mockery of their fear. So they culturally were like, we're not doing this. I'm impressed by that. I respect it. I respect the move. Yeah. So now I have two other facts here about cultural attitudes toward, towards haunted houses. One of them is about Wuhan, China. And the other one is about the COVID-19 pandemic. And they are not related. Facts. <laughs> okay. In Wuhan, China, the police have built a haunted house to train their police force by testing their nerves. They filled a dilapidated house with fake severed limbs, bones, skulls, and a frightening atmosphere that includes lightning and rain. The house is also open to the public. It sounds awesome. Kelly is going to sign up for the police academy in Wuhan. I don't know about that. That's that's aggressive. That, that's mm. aggressive. I mean, I'm sure you have to do some kind of training so that you're not going to just, you know, run at the site of your normal job. But right. It's interesting and more interesting that it's open to the public. <laughs> I like that this is like their police training academy. Like, skulls, like ours. skulls and bones with lightning and rain. Like what, what are you encountering on the day to day out there? I don't know. I love it. Our police academy is like do some jumping jacks. <laughs> do some push ups. If you can run fast, boom, you got the job. I really oh I, well, actually, I don't know what the academy is like. So now my unrelated COVID-19 fact is that during the pandemic in 2020, Indonesian lawmakers on the island of Java decided to lock people who did not follow quarantine guidelines in abandoned and supposedly haunted houses. It was an attempt to motivate a superstitious population when science failed to do so. <laughs> I can't with this information. <laughs> The government was locking people in a haunted house. I know. I know. Awesome. No, I don't think I would want to be locked in. Like, I don't want to be locked up and not be able to, like, get out. Like, I want to be able to get out with my free will. So that's not cool. 
Right. But like you also had COVID like you're in the haunted house and this was like your quarantine. So you're just like quarantines in the haunted house with like other people who have. COVID. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm it's good at this one. Very walking dead. It's very post-apocalyptic. Imagine it being like an American going and say you're in Indonesia for vacation and like all of this starts to happen and you're stuck. But you know how like so many people were like stuck in other countries because of covid and imagine you get stuck in one of this <laughs> one of these like haunted houses it's like no. ptsd shit it's trauma a survey from all-star home that was done this month 1017 americans were asked if they believe in haunted houses and at least one in six americans believe in haunted houses and at least two out of five americans have experienced unexplained or unusual occurrences in their home. So when you say one in six believe they believe in haunted houses or they believe their house is haunted? Believe in their house is haunted. Sorry, did I say it the other way? Yeah. <laughs> what, sorry. One in six Americans believe their house is haunted. Their own home is haunted. Yeah. That's a high number. <laughs> I know, right? One in six. Do you think your house is haunted? No. No. I don't think mine is either. Well, I think like if I ever start to like suspect my house is haunted, they should test for black mold for her. <laughs> it's on record here. Most of that here. So if any if anything starts going on, we can get Melissa checked out. Yeah, or no, carbon monoxide or something like that. <laughs> Although I have a detector for carbon monoxide, so it should be good. Good. That's it's very important. Everyone should have a carbon monoxide detector. <laughs> That was it says that that was one of like the primary things that whenever someone would start hallucinating and thinking that something was happening in their home, they'd come in with a carbon monoxide test and they'd be like, "Mm, you have a carbon monoxide issue. Yeah, because you're hallucinating. So you start thinking you're seeing things. So then I don't know why you would think automatically it's a ghost. Uh, Unless if you're like me and you're like hoping for a ghost. Well, okay, so there is a confirmation bias. It said that a lot of people, once they are in tune to the presence of a ghost, like if you go spend time at a quote unquote place that is said to be haunted, you will (laughs) experience or think you experience more haunted shit. So like there's like a confirmation bias there. Then if you had gone in not knowing it was haunted, not feeling nobody telling you it was haunted, you wouldn't necessarily like you're looking for shit. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What you guys should be looking for is looking forward to our next episode (laughs) tomorrow. We continue on our spooky trend with some Ouija boards. So excited. (laughs) Kelly's in her glory this this (laughs) month. I am. I am. (laughs) Well, guys, thanks for listening.